On today's show, the Trump administration officially unveils its proposal to roll back fuel economy standards. Toyota is selling its stake in Isuzu, and Ford is testing body tracking technology to help improve its manufacturing process. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Yesterday, the Trump administration officially unveiled its plan to roll back fuel economy rules enacted during the Obama administration. The proposal caps standards at 37 miles per gallon starting in 2020. That number would have risen to 47 MPG by 2025 under the previous plan. The administration claims this will lower regulation costs for automakers and reduce car prices for consumers. It also claims the higher consumption of oil will have a minimal impact on the environment. Opponents to the plan obviously disagree and say it will accelerate climate change and increase fuel prices. The proposal also seeks to strip California of its powers to set its own emission standards, which has prompted 19 states to announce they'll sue to stop the rollback. And that's a nightmare scenario for automakers who just want to see one standard across the entire nation. This fight isn't over, and it's one we'll have to keep an eye on. Well, uh uh-oh. Sales of passenger cars in the U.S. market have been dropping by roughly 63,000 cars a month. But as we reported yesterday, sales dropped by 86,000 cars last month. So it's getting worse. We are now on pace to see sales fall by 760,000 passenger cars by the end of the year, which is just a staggering number. At some point in time, this has got to bottom out, and we thought it might have been. But so far, there's no end in sight. Speaking of sales, here's a fascinating number that most people missed. Ward's Auto reports that last month, Tesla sold 9,517 cars in the U.S. market, up nearly 200% compared to last year. Tesla sold twice as many vehicles as Porsche, it sold more than Jaguar Land Rover, more than Volvo, and nearly as much as Mitsubishi. And that means Tesla is no longer a little niche player. It's now a full-blown member of the Automotive Manufacturers Club. Ever see those motion capture suits with all the little sensors on them? Video game developers and animation studios often use them to record sports players and put their movements on screen. Now Ford is planning on using this tech to design less physically stressful workstations on assembly lines, which they say will improve manufacturing quality. Specially trained ergonomicists will collect data on employees' postures, helping them to improve their posture and reduce stress on their head, neck, back, and more. All a worker will need to do is put on the suit and do their work while the camera tracks the motion sensors. With the 2019 Silverado, Chevy will try to make towing a little less of a headache. Buyers will be able to use an app that connects to their truck called My Chevrolet to make towing easier. For example, drivers will be able to test the lights on their trailers through the app, meaning they don't need a second person standing behind the truck watching for them. There's also an optional advanced trailering system. This includes auto park brake assist, which prevents the truck from rolling back after it's been put in park, and a tire monitoring system. An optional mirror-mounted camera is available as well. The 2019 Silverado goes on sale this fall. Still to come, 
GM seeks to exempt the Chinese-built Buick Envision from U.S. import tariffs. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Luis Camilleri, the new CEO of Ferrari, is in hot water with investors. Camilleri called the late Sergio Marchione's plan to reach earnings of $2.33 billion aspirational. And that caused Ferrari stock to take a big hit. It immediately dropped 12.5%. But Merrill Lynch says investors may have misunderstood Camilleri, that it's merely a matter of semantics. It says the hit to Ferrari stock is actually a good buying opportunity. Ferrari dropped to about $125 a share, but Merrill Lynch is forecasting it will go back to $150 a share. In 2006, Toyota purchased a stake in Isuzu Motors, and the two companies agreed to jointly develop and produce diesel engines. But due to, quote, changes in the market environment, presumably the shift away from diesel and to electric, Toyota and Isuzu are ending any sort of capital tie-up they have. Toyota is also selling its entire stake in Isuzu, which is 50 million shares. But the two will maintain current joint development projects in the area of basic technologies. The U.S. has slapped a 25% import tariff on Chinese-made goods coming into the country, but GM is seeking an exemption from the rule. The automaker filed a request with the U.S. Trade Representative to exclude the Chinese-made Buick Envision from the tariff. GM argues that because the majority of Envisions are sold in China, roughly 160,000 versus 40,000 in the U.S., quote, assembly in our home market is not an option. And it adds that sales of the Envision also generate funds, quote, to invest in our U.S. manufacturing facilities and to develop the next generation of automotive technology in the United States. But, just in case it doesn't work, GM did ship a six-month supply of Envisions to the U.S. before the higher tariff kicked in, which should be enough inventory to last it until the end of the year. Coming up next, a look at how bonuses from automakers impacts the way dealers run their business. Selling cars isn't the only revenue source for car dealers. Bonuses from automakers are becoming a significant portion of their revenue. On AutoLine this week, Brian Finkelmeyer from Cox Automotive says those bonuses can make or break how car dealers run their business. Oftentimes, manufacturers will set a program. They'll call you up, John, at the beginning of the month and say, hey, if you hit, sell 100 cars, we'll pay you $50,000. And if you sell 99, we won't send you a dime. <laughs> um, and so that type of uh, you know, program is really driving dealers to stretch for higher and higher sales volumes. And what we've seen, it's really interesting, from 2014 to 2017, um, that, that manufacturer money has gone from 52% of the front-end gross to 75% of the front-end gross last year. So dealers... So you're, what you're saying is dealers make 75% of their gross revenue from, the from these programs. Yeah, so increasingly I almost think of car dealers as becoming almost employees of the auto manufacturer more than making their money from selling cars to customers. I, we say it's the most expensive loss leader uh, in the industry <laughs> is the sale of a new car. Well, <laughs> nobody's ever given somebody money without expense. 
expecting something in return, right? I mean, that's just an accident. Yeah, life. no question. And I think, to Chase's point, I think many uh, dealers would say, you know, we did a recent uh, survey of some car dealers, and half the room said that they actually love the program. So I think it's it's sort of the haves and have-nots, the dealers that are aggressive and go after it are making a fair amount of money, and they appreciate those programs. You can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autolang.tv, or you can look for it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you right back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.